This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geeks, show number 249, recorded on February 18th, 2016. Here at Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech gadgets that find their way into your home. News, reviews, product updates, and conversation, all for the average tech guy. I'm your host, Jim Collison, broadcasting live uh, tonight, not from the AverageGuy.tv studios, but from the Gallup studios. We had a Gallup event this evening uh, just across the street, basically, from us, and so I jumped in and hijacked the Gallup studios. So we are live from the Gallup studio tonight here in Omaha, Nebraska, and of course, we post the show with world-class show notes each week out at TheAverageGuy.tv. Don't forget, you can also join us live, although tonight I don't have it running, but uh, you can join us live on, on uh, Spreaker through the new Spreaker app. So if you go just to either the Android store or the iPhone or Android, the really the easiest way to do it, homegadgetgeeks.com from your mobile device, and both the buttons are there to get that and subscribe to it. We want to thank LastPass for their sponsorship of our mobile app. Again, you can find that out at homegadgetgeeks, all one word, dot com. Of course, Home Gadget Geeks is a part of the Geeks Network. Find the links to this show and many other great podcasts at the Geeks Network, all one word, thegeeksnetwork.com. Com. All right, well, this is a podcast we've actually been talking about for a couple of months. It took us a while to get all the pieces put together to, to get everybody's scheduled line, uh, lined up, but uh, we are off and running with it. Uh, I asked Mike Howard if he would join us tonight for two reasons. One is that he is a Ring user, and so he has the device, but also because Mike Weaker broke his leg this week. He was on a trampoline acting like he was <laughs> seven years old and just obliterated his ankle. Mike, we're thinking about you. He had surgery on Thursday to put that back together. Ooh, wow. And uh, good, the good news is Hannah, his wife, is an, o, is an OP uh, or a PT or whatever they call those people that help things once they're broken and put back together. So he's in good hands. But uh, Mike Howard, thanks for joining us tonight. I've been looking forward to this one for a long time. I remember when I talked about this back on one of your shows a while back, uh, I've been looking forward to, to come to hit him coming on ever since, yeah, yeah. talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I know, for sure. Let's introduce. So Jamie Simonoff, he's the C- CTO, I think, did I get that right? Yeah, founder? Actually, well, I'm the founder and technically the CEO. CEO. But I actually say I'm the chief inventor because I feel like CEO is such a sort of a crappy title. <laughs> um, so That's I, the, I think chief inventor was what I was trying to get to on yeah, that. Yeah, and no, chief, it always kind of trips people up because kind of, I invented my own title, which I guess <laughs> the inventor does. So. Hey, when you're the CEO, you can do whatever you want of your own company. Of course, that company is Ring.com, and uh, we have been talking about that for a while. Uh, since uh, late, uh, late in the fall, I think, uh, we have been talking about it. Uh, Mike bought one and said, hey, Jim, why don't you ask if you can just get those guys on there, and we reached out to your PR team, and of course they said yes, so thank you for agreeing to be on the program. Let's get a little bit of history, Jamie, from you. What, how do you get to be the founder and chief inventor of Ring.com? How, give us kind of the, the abbreviated version of how you got there. I mean, I think I should, I should, I should almost screen share the background of my, uh, of my desktop because it's, it's the picture of the garage that we started in. Um, you know, I, I was a, kind of a struggling uh, entrepreneur for a long time, did a couple different businesses, you know, some successful, some not, uh, had sold a small one and ended up moving uh, into my garage and, and starting to build stuff. And it was not to build a doorbell, it was to build other things. And I couldn't hear the doorbell. And so, like, literally, I was just like, I'm going to, and I looked for a Wi-Fi one, and I'm, I'm just going to build one. And so I started building a Wi-Fi doorbell, and everyone that came over, all I want to do is talk about the Wi-Fi doorbell. My wife was like, it's the coolest thing. And so 
And I was like, no, 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 no. It's like, look at this. Look at, like, not, that's not what I'm building. It's not what I'm doing, you know? And um, it ended up becoming the, the business, the company. Uh, we're a little bit, like, five years into it now. Um, the first four years were a disaster. Um, and since then, we've really, you know, now Ring is really a, uh, it's a, it's a pretty incredible company, 250 people. Um, you know, we've raised, uh, announced over 29 million raise, but really, I mean, we're a big revenue company and over 10,000 stores now in the U.S. I mean, we're, we're actually like a decent sized business now. Yeah, no, it's, it's legit. I mean, you, it's like a real, it's, this isn't just the startup anymore. I mean, this is a real thing. You said the first four years are a little bit of a disaster. What does just some highlights or lowlights when you think, yeah, I mean, all low lights what do you, what, not to, not to stir up bad memories or anything like that, but I think. Oftentimes, it's interesting to hear what what kind of things went wrong and what did you learn from them because I think that's really important and, from a small business standpoint. What did you learn and how did you survive? That's yeah, that's important that's too. It's a long time. Honestly, I have to say I don't know how we survived because we really should have been dead. I I think the only reason we survived is I'm too stupid to close it down. <laughs> so I like you know if you're so stupid you don't know you're dead you're not dead. Um, <laughs> I mean, really, we, we, we struggled. I mean, you know, when you're in a hardware business, you're competing with the likes of Apple and Samsung in terms of the customer's perception of what a product is. When a customer spends 200 bucks on your product, they don't care you're a startup. They don't care you're in the garage. They want a perfect product just like their Apple phone or their Samsung phone or whatever, you know, whatever high-end sort of thing. And those are the largest companies in the world. And so we really struggled for a long time to build that level of product. Uh, with a small team to get a manufacturer to back us, to get enough money in to do it, to get the sales and the brand out there. Like, you know, we really struggle with all those kind of things. And, you know, now we're, like, we, we crossed the chasm. I mean, now we're big enough that, you know, we actually can do that stuff. But I, I it's funny because a lot of people ask, what would you do differently next time? And my only answer is I'd raise, you know, $100 million day one. The problem is no one was giving me $100 million day one. It's not like I didn't think of it. Yeah. It's just they wouldn't give me the money. So, like, yeah. you know, you struggle. I mean, it's I, I it, it, and we ran out of money four times in the business before we really kind of, you know, now we're we're uh, now we have a bank account that's actually kind of fun to look at. Yeah, yeah. It's it's nice to get to that side of the startup and say, hey, we made it this far. So when you when you get to those points where you're out of, I mean, does it really come down to a day or two of like, hey, guys, I, I don't think this is gonna work. And, and then something happens that, that changes the equation and you can keep going? Is that how it works? So, yeah, we ran out of money. So the, the four times we ran out, two of them I was able to bridge the company because we were small enough that like I could literally sort of kind of hobble it along. Um, the third time uh, was when Shark Tank hit. Hmm. And so we had filmed Shark Tank. We didn't know when it was going to air. We were running out of cash. Shark Tank hits, and all of a sudden we get this just explosion of sales. Um, and then the fourth time was kind of during a, actually a scarier time, which was we were getting big and growing and we kind of ran out in between rounds and that there was no bridging or anything. And we just were able to just kind of like literally like slice the other one in. But we were, I mean, I told our VCs afterwards, I said, you know, thank, thanks for wiring today because by the way, we were, we were out of cash. <laughs> They're like, no way. <laughs> Man, that, that's a lot that of stress. Scary. That is scary. It's, that, um, yeah, so was, yeah. So was well, Shark Tank? So was Shark Tank what really pushed it? I mean, was that experience is what kind of pushed you over the edge and really got it going, or was yeah, there I something think, else? Looking back, I think um, 
we probably would not be here today if it wasn't for Shark Tank. Because what Shark Tank did is we were on like a trajectory that was like good, but not cataclysmic or you know not like you know straight up. And what Shark Tank did is when we um, aired on there, it allowed us to kind of almost jump ahead of the line. It gave us a ton of cash in and profit off of that cash immediately that we then reinvested in engineering that got us like ahead of where we should have been as a company. And so we almost kind of like jumped ahead of everyone. And once we did that, we were able to kind of stay on that track and keep going. So it really was like, it's like a shot of adrenaline. Like it just gave us this extra sort of juice and then we, we shot off with that. I watched Shark Tank, but I must have missed that one. Did one of the, the, the sharks pick you? It was, uh, so it was, it was November of 2013. Uh, 14, yeah, November 2013, and um, we had uh, Mr. Wonderful did make an offer, okay. and uh, ended up uh, we did not take it because it wasn't a wonderful offer. Um, <laughs> I really was uh, trying to raise money when we were on it. I mean, I, I legitimately needed the cash, yeah. and was actually very, very like upset that we didn't make the money. And uh, you know, and then it's a, it's a very real show. Actually, it's very like the, the t it's it's actually surprisingly real. Yeah. So I we well, I didn't say up front if you're if you're listening to this live, you want to head out to ring.com, and that's what we we're looking at. We there's they have a variety of products associated. Mostly, what we're going to talk about tonight is the doorbell that's associated with. They have a chime and a stick-up cam. I have two um, chimes, so we can talk about that. And too. so Mike has the chimes as well. Mike is the one who always goes out and buys the gadgets when we talk about them. And so Mike, you bought those. You bought your yours last fall. So you, you, you found yourself, uh, so after Shark Tank, uh, so what I'm assuming happened is the sales was the, what, what rocketed your, your stick, the hockey stick, right? So yep. sales kind of go crazy. Do you, have, did, do you get other outlets? You know, we talked with the, the guys over at Kangaroo. You know, they make this, these, uh, these little mini PCs that have gotten wildly popular for 99 bucks, and they, they just put out a new one for 179 And yep. they've, they've run out of stock because they got so popular. Was that a concern? Is when you hockey-sticked it, did, did it clean out your inventory and go out of stock, or how do you manage in that? Well, there was good news there, so we had over-ordered. So, you know, it was, <laughs> like, you know there's, there's good news and bad news. The, 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 the bad news is we over-ordered. The good news is we, we aired on Shark Tank. So we actually did have literally kind of all this stock there and that we were selling but not at that the rate we needed to sell it at and so it literally just blew it all out so we got and, and, and so we got all the margin on that and that was like you know that was amazing so that was really a it was an incredible sort of like I mean the timing you know looking back I mean luck is luck is such an important thing you can work hard but there's a lot of people that work hard that don't make it and they're not bad people they're not stupid it's just they didn't have the luck we had the luck I mean it just it, it looking back like it wasn't smart. Like it just came together. And and the perseverance is that the right way to say that? Yep. Well, you you called it stupid. You're too stupid to quit. But I I look at it as you, you had the uh, perseverance. 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 Well, they, I think it's funnier to say too stupid. <laughs> perseverance sounds like a big word. You know, it's like you're, you're yeah. No, you're right. I mean, listen, we. Yeah, I I am the type of person I'm gonna win no matter what. I'm gonna keep going, and no one's gonna stop me. And so I think that's. You know, I, I don't ever say there's anything key to success, but I think that's definitely for us that has been a key to success is that we are not willing to sort of back down. No, it's a great story, especially with the tenacity to do it. You know, we always say luck is always backed up with a whole bunch of hard work, right? Yes. yes. And so it sounds like you guys were in the game, and it could have gone wrong, and it didn't go wrong, and you stayed around long enough. And so congratulations on the success 
um, that you're having there. So let's talk a little bit about the device. When we think about, okay, maybe you could walk us real quick through your product line and where you're at today. If you want to talk about anything, I know sometimes you guys don't like to talk about what's coming out in the future, but and that's okay. We're we're not here to speculate or to dig anything out of you. We're just excited that you're on the program. But I do want to ask him when we get to that. Yeah. The question he probably gets asked the most. But I'll wait. All right, hold that. So hold that thought, Mike. So Jamie, walk us through a little bit of your product line and what you're doing today. We know we doorbell chime some of the things, but uh, give us a little walkthrough. So I mean, so the mission of the company is to reduce crime in neighborhoods. So that's actually why we exist as a company. Um, that then uh, we build products around them, what we call always home. So always home is sort of what our products do for you. Um, and then that comes into three main rings. The ring of security around your front door, which is what our ring video doorbell is today. Um, and that's a HD video doorbell that works just like your doorbell, but goes to your smartphone. It also has motion detection, so it's full monitoring, convenience, all that kind of stuff, and security. Then we have the ring of security around your home, which is that's the stick-up camera. So we do have now a battery-operated stick-up camera. It's on a mount. You can put it anywhere around your home. Uh, in my house, I have the, the video doorbell at the front of the door, and then I have three around the house. So now my whole house is a ring of security, and it's, it's actually awesome. I mean, I love it. Uh, I guess I should. I mean, I built um, <laughs> a little biased. Yeah, so well, slightly okay. biased, but I, I, do, I do love it. Um, and, and the stick the stick cam and the doorbell are both 199 retail. They're both 199 Here in the U.S. And then we have the, an accessory that's the Chime, which is just an indoor Wi-Fi speaker that allows you to hear you know, motion detection sounds and stuff like that from inside the house. Um, and the other place we build product is sort of the ring of security around your community. So we're, we're very much focused, again, around that neighborhood and community, and we'll be releasing a bunch of sort of software things around that this year. That's great. Any, that's, I mean, it's, did, did you intend when you were building the doorbell in the very beginning that this would become kind of a whole network neighborhood kind of concept, or did that kind of come as, you, uh, as, as things developed? The, the original, original, no. I mean, like, the, like when I started building it for my house, but I really quickly realized, I mean, it was almost immediately myself that I was like, wow, like, this is where everything's happening, and this is where, like, it, like so it was very quick to, like, this is more than just changing a doorbell to have a Wi-Fi chip. And my wife was the one who really sort of sparked it in me, and she said, I want you, you need to give me this because when I'm home alone and you're traveling, I, I, I feel safer answering the door, like, you know, with this. And I was like, oh, that's... That's interesting. And so it really very quickly evolved to that. And then when we started pre-selling it, a lot of people were saying the same thing. So it, 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 kind of the market also kind of, you know, uh, we had the, the hunch that it was there, and then the market sort of, you know, made that sort of um, you know, validation. And then from there it was like, this is awesome. And that's why we went fully into it was it wasn't just building a product. We were building something that could really change neighborhoods. And now we probably on average arrest two to three people a week uh, from customers' houses, we probably stop around 50 to 100 burglaries a week on our customers' houses. So it's, that's a, it's amazing. That's a great I mean, story. So how yeah. do you how do you track that? I mean, how do you how does that work? So the 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 um so so getting people who have you know arresting people is easy to track because that's like literally like two to three a week. Um, stopping burglaries we can't. So we're very careful with that because obviously uh, it's up to our interpretation with someone going to burglarize the house or not. Um, customers will send us the stuff saying, yeah, this happened, like, let me, let me show you this person. A lot of times they're caught burglarizing another house down the street because our customer calls the cops uh, or shares it, and then they're, they're, the cops say, yes, that is someone who's burglarizing houses. So we kind of, the, the 50 to 100 number is really kind of a guess based on what we see. 
the two to three arrests is actually real, and that's the most unbelievable thing. I mean, it really is incredible. Like, I mean, I, there's so many mornings I wake up to a customer email like, "You, this happened, and you did this," and it's like, it's just, you know, that's because I mean, like, business is business. Business is great. Like, you can make money, but like, changing someone's neighborhood. Uh, we arrested, you know, a, a couple months ago, someone who stole a gun out of a house and was caught because of our stuff in the neighborhood before they were going to the next place. Now, they might have sold the gun, who knows, but they also could have used the gun. Who, who the hell knows? But, but you know, we definitely made that neighborhood safer that day, and that's that's amazing for my team and for me, and that's, like, what, you know, makes us sort of, like, you know, that, that's what keeps me up. I mean, that's what keeps me going. Yeah. No, that's very cool. It's great to have that purpose and mission kind of built into it, and maybe not even starting with that intent, but seeing the mission and saying, you know what, we've got all these great things uh, associated with it. We're going to continue to support that, so good for you. Let me talk a little bit about the device, though, real quick. When we think about the, the doorbell that sits on the front or sits in the back, however you want to do it, mobile access, so you can get access to it. It sends, and Mike's showing the actual device uh, now, but mobile access to it from your phone, Wi-Fi connected. It installs really to the front of your door without a lot of headache or, or you screws right to the base plate, yeah. right? So uh, available that way. HD camera, it's got night vision built into it. We've all seen that night vision capability and, and what you can see on the, on the screen. Two-way talk, which means you can uh, if a delivery person comes to your door and, you can, and you're not there, right, you can converse with them, see that delivery take place, motion detection. Of course, Mike, I'm going to ask you about the motion detention, uh, detection on yours here in a second. Um, Jamie, talk a little bit about the cloud recording. So this is one of those things, I assume by default it's recording somewhere locally, but is there, there's also an option to go to the cloud as well? We actually, we actually don't, so we only do the recording in the cloud. So if you buy the... Oh. I, nope, I, you're, I, you're fine. You're I, back. I, <laughs> Keep going. Um, so you buy the product and you don't pass anything monthly. It's going to work forever. It'll work like a doorbell. The motion detections go off. You can see it live. But if you want any sort of the backup storage, which we do all in the cloud, um, that uh, that is three dollars a month or thirty dollars a year. Um, you know, part of why we do it in the cloud is because then we can do a lot of like sort of computer imaging stuff on it. There's a lot of extra things that we can do. Uh, by keeping it in the cloud and sort of building like kind of one network for it, and that that's kind of you know how we how we've designed it. But I think when you're explaining the product, I think the two kind of really important things that people kind of miss with it, and maybe Mike will even talk about it from being a user, is the two-way audio is so important on a camera. You know, it, it's like really you shouldn't have a camera without it because if you're halfway around the world and someone's in front of your house or around the side of your house or whatever, and you see them, and you can't talk to them and hear what they're doing. It's it's like a silent movie. It's like it's like half the action, and being able to talk to someone—it's amazing what that can do. Um, they have no idea where you are, obviously. So that's really a you know a critical part of the feature. And then the advanced motion detection, being able to really program the motion, um, which we're also always improving on. That's I think the other thing. Like those are those are the real critical things that make this unit. I think. Uh, you know, incredible, and I'll let Mike, I mean, I, I you know, let him speak for it. As yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll come to that here in just a second. I do want to ask you, a lot of the folks that we have, hold on, Micah, you're holding that up. Let me show that big screen here for you so you can kind of see the software that comes with it. Jamie, a lot of our listeners, we come from a home server background. So when we were, six years ago, we started with Windows Home Server, and we're all a bunch of server nerds. We've got uh, Synologies or QNAP devices, and a lot of the guys like that local storage. Any thought to to enabling that in some way or making that available? I think we will at some point. Um, we do a lot of stuff with like packet. I mean, there's just so much we do right now in the network, and I think you know we've made it. We've really tried to attack this as a high volume product for the average consumer, and I think the problem is a lot of times 
people, they, they kind of try to pick apart your feature saying, you don't want to do this and you don't want to do that. It's like, listen, I want to do everything. Like, let's be clear. Like, I, I freaking have a server. I have a thousand products if I could. The problem is to deliver a good product yeah. to someone, you have to focus it. And as soon as you have the storage locally, trust me, someone's going to call me and say, it's not working anymore, and we're going to have to do a packet sniffer and see why it's not working. And, oh, it's because of the R286, whatever, which we didn't look at was wrong. And, and so you, you're really boiling down the features of something that I think has been a key to our success. And sadly, that means that sometimes you don't satisfy 100% of your market. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. and I think that's just. I, I, but I think the best companies know how to say no. I, I really and, and best products. I really do believe that. Yeah. I, no. I, I think. I, oh, go ahead, Mike. I think you know us. Our geek community would all love to have local stores, but I I understand that the vast majority of your customers, you know, like if I ever get my mom and dad to buy one of these. They're not going to want to have to deal with that, and if they did, they would be calling help help all the time. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I totally I agree with you. I, I just know my listeners are going to ask that question. Yeah. They, that's yeah. what they'd be like. Oh, I want to. We hear this all the time. We're hackers, right? We're a hacker community, I, especially I, in the yeah, storage. I, I built a door in my garage, so yeah, I, I hear you. <laughs> now, Jim, I I have the I paid the thirty dollars a year for the for the online storage, and you can download a video. So if you have a video that you want to get back on your computer, you can download them. Like this thing is live, so it's taken it's been taking video at random times all throughout the show. No telling what I'm gonna get when I get done with this. If I get anything good, which I doubt it, I will uh, I will download it and maybe share it. A couple of the features real quick just to bring those up. Dual power so it can run both on a battery and you can wire it in uh, as well. Certified for outdoor use. We assume that, right? You guys built this pretty tough to be waterproof, take hail, snow, freezing cold, heat. So I should mention this is it waterproof. Could I could I drown if it if there was a flood? No, it's not. It's not. A, it's it's not a, a scuba camera. Okay. <laughs> It'd be cool if it was. I yeah. should mention this one's been outside since I bought it. I did not clean it up when I brought it in here. This is straight off the, you know, outside the house, and it's not on a porch, so it's completely unprotected. Looks looks nice. Yeah, and Jay, you you warranty these yeah. for life, right? I mean, that's is that part of the deal? We, I think uh, the official warranty is a year. Um, as a company, we stand behind them definitely for life. Um, you know, I think. Oh, I see. It's but if it's stolen, I'm reading oh, right oh, off the okay. website. Yeah, no, if it's yeah. stolen for sure, like that, that that will always give you one. I, I, because to me, it's like great. Like let's get let's get the guy and let's get you another one right away. Like again, our mission is to reduce crime in communities. It's not to make money. And so, like if I if if you're stolen for sure. Um, you know, we've actually had very little problems with them overall. Like it's, it's been a good device and a good unit. And so, um, but, you know, like the lawyers make me do the one-year warranty because yeah, they no, can't have an unlimited thing on your books. So it's like, a, you know, it's, sometimes they have to win a little bit. The accountants may want you to do that too. Yeah, yeah they get mad at me. They, they, it's they, a smart they, thing. Accountants and lawyers hate me. It's a smart thing to do. So, Jamie, did you design most of it when we think about what's inside of it as the chief inventor of this company? Or is that as a lot of that work kind of part of the team? And how does that work? There's definitely, I mean, we definitely have a great team, a big team, big believers in team. But I, I am very, I mean, I could walk you through every chip on there, every resistor, every decision we made, how the boards connect and why. The, you know, I mean, I'm down to the millimeter. Like, I am in... Definitely very deep in product. I go to China, I go to Taiwan almost every three weeks to meet with the manufacturers and to keep things going. So I'm very much on top of the product. It's actually kind of the one thing I've kept here as we've grown is I've, I've almost outsourced everything else, you know, off of my plate. 
Um, but yeah, the, 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 the product is something I'm very near and dear to. Yeah, and I, I assume you do that because you really like that part of the business. I, I love it. I love it. I love going. I love looking at new stuff. I love hacking with it. I, I even love the problems. I mean, you know, building product is, is like literally it's like, a, it's like a car accident, like one after another. I mean, you know, every day, oh, by the way, we just realized that you can't ship it because of this, and you have to figure out some sort of, you know, thing. And, you know, with Ring, it was the same thing. I mean, literally three days before Rings were about to ship, um, there was a, it's a, you know, it's one of these it's a comedy of errors. When we finally got everything together correctly, we had tested everything, but we had, because the enclosures were coming late, because of the plastic was a special plastic and whatever, we realized that the infrared was bleeding into the camera. And it was just, you just couldn't have night vision. And, and like, what do you do? And so we ended up 3D printing all these different things, trying all this stuff. And, and if you look on, Mike, if you look on yours, there's like a little hood that's on it, this little plastic hood. That's actually an afterthought. That wasn't actually part of the product. Hmm. So we made it look really good, but that, that's actually what stops the IR from bleeding into the camera lens and basically killing it. But we, we figured that out in 24 hours. 24 hours after that, had a company called ProtoMold, which does very fast turnaround, make those hoods, which costs, I think, the original ones were $3 a piece, that little tiny wow. piece of plastic. This and that's, yeah. So you can kind of see it, yeah. Oh, let me, Mike, let me, let me full screen you, okay? Might have to hold it at an angle. I don't yeah. Know. Up on the top there? Right above the camera? Right around the camera. Yeah. I mean, we did such a, it ended up being such a good fix that you actually, most people think it's a design feature. So yeah, hard to tell. But, but for there was a 24-hour period where we did not know if we could fix it and how we would do it, and we had 30,000 of them produced. Oh, wow. Um, you know, like, what the hell do you do? That's scary. <laughs> you get an ulcer is what you do. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. yes that is exactly. uh, you, must, you must have a little bit of an adrenaline junkie uh, inside of you yeah. because for most people, that kind of financial, like, because in, in that moment, right, the, the dollars are clinging, ripping oh, yeah. through your head, right? And Four million dollars of inventory and a company oh. that's burning X million dollars and, and literally a product that's unshippable. Yeah, that's that's but but you love it when you fix it at the end and you're like yes. Yeah. <laughs> we so I'm like it's like when is the one that I'm not gonna be able to fix? You know, exactly. it's like, you know, like, like I'm starting to get to the point now. I'm like okay, we've had one sort of you know and like maybe we need to stop doing this. Like maybe no. a little no. less adrenaline. <laughs> That's great. No, that's a good story. We we like to. Uh, this is the behind the scenes stuff that we like here. You know, you don't often get to hear these kinds of things. So, appreciate you being open with us, Mike. I know you've got some usage with it, and so yeah. you you wanted to bring some questions that you had. You want to talk a little bit about your usage? Yeah. Let me first say a couple of things. One, this is the polished brass. My wife, there's four or five different colors you can choose from. My wife and I have sat down, looked at all the colors, choose. I'm sorry, antique brass. I said it wrong. We chose antique brass. My wife said, I definitely don't want the polished brass. When I ordered it, I accidentally hit the polished brass and realized that after I saw the whatever it was, uh, you know, whatever notification I got, it's like, oh, my God, my wife said, don't get the polished brass, and I just ordered it. So I immediately contacted them and said, hey, can you guys help me out? Here's my order number, and they changed it right away, right then, and, you know, the thing that shipped. I was still worried. All right, they say they changed it. But I still think that this polished brass thing is going to come in the mail. My wife's going to be like, what the heck? I told you that's the one I don't want. Get any one but that one. Yeah, so the right one showed up. I got it. Um, the other thing is I, I mentioned I have the chimes. And I have one downstairs, one upstairs. And a, an unusual use that I have used it for a couple of times was they have a little blue light at the bottom. 
and I'm walking down the hall one night, and I see the blue light blinking. I go, what the heck? And my internet was down. So ah. I, I knew I got to go do something until my internet's down. <laughs> it's a midnight internet uh, filter. Yeah, it's interesting. I never even thought about that. Yeah. Mike, so, when, oh, go ahead. Keep going. Well, I, I'm going to ask you the question that I know that it, you can't really give me a, a, a good answer on yet, but it's probably the question you get asked the most. When can we have on-demand live video? Like days. Like oh, that's so awesome. Uh, it's, it's, actually, it's actually in there now. Um, but we, we we have so many units now. This is like, it's like the problem of success, right? You be you 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 now we cannot brick the units, basically. You know what I mean? Like it's like exactly. you know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of units out in the field. So you test and you test, and something like that is is actually a core change. Mm -hmm. And so it's been it's just testing and testing and testing. So we're rolling it out very very slowly amongst like sort of. We call them our deep explorers and then our explorers, but yeah, you'll it'll it, it is coming. Oh, that's going to be awesome. And is that that's a firmware awesome. upgrade to be able to? And I mean, yeah. are you pushing software to that to enable that kind of functionality? Yeah, okay. yeah you well, know, and we do firmware upgrades probably every month. It takes us about it takes us about one month to sort of do a like you know a, about a one month cycle of stuff that we do to like you know upgrades and things we want to do to make it better, and then it's about a month of testing it. And then it's about a month of rolling it out. So what you're seeing on any device is usually two months old by the time it gets on on a device. Because you also yeah. can't roll it out all at once. Because again, if there was something wrong with it, at least you'd only brick you know five thousand units versus you know five hundred thousand. So. And and then I have one more uh, thing that I don't know if this has been asked. I'm sure it has. I'm, I'm sure you've heard everything, but I have not seen it asked somewhere. Uh, something I, I showed before the little um, what is that called the the pattern or what? Or the motion. The, the motion, yeah, the motion thing. And how you have the zones. Has anybody ever asked, or is it, or is this on the plan to have different ranges within one zone? So zone four, I want it to go all the way 35 feet. This zone, yeah. I want it to go five feet. So you, you, you sort of can, but you can't. The problem is, like, what you're using behind that, if you rip this thing apart, you'll see there's three PIR sensors, which no one's ever done. No one's ever taken more than one passive infrared sensor and actually made it in. So if you think about it, we have, like, a three-pixel camera is what okay. we're doing motion detection with. And because of that, there's overlapping zones in order to do this. And so you, it's very hard to then interstitch. Like, you could do the left and the right ones because yeah. they're clean, when you start to get the other ones, it's actually very hard to sort of start to do that, and it would it wouldn't be precise enough. And so what I'd worry about is is our customer then would ex the experience wouldn't match up to sort of what it is. Uh, but we're going to keep making. I mean, the motion detection is something I always tell inside the company. Like we will work on motion detection for the rest of our lives. Yeah, it, it is just one of those things you can never master. It's, you can always get better at it. And the one the one uh, critique, one issue of mine is I'm the highway. Is my road, the, the street in the subdivision, is I measured it today, so I'd have this measurement. From the door to the, the side this the, the side curb of the street um, is 52 feet, right about 52 okay. feet. But mine's picking up every car that goes by. So so here's why. Uh, because again, we're using heat only yeah. right now. And what happens is a car looks like a human at six feet. So a car uh, at 50 or 60 feet puts off a lot of a lot of heat, and so it kind of looks like a human. So again, right now with our three-pixel sensor, we can't associate that. We are loading, and this will be a firmware upgrade, where we're then using the camera to back that up mm. and do it. Now, we can actually get cars out because of the speed they move at. The problem is 
again, and this is this is getting uh, like since you're a technical podcast, I'll, yeah. I'll go deep down the sort of do thing. Do it. Do it. You know, it, it, there's a, a balance with motion detection of how accurate you want to be versus how long you want to wait before you start to do anything. Yeah. Right. So if if, if we will, I can detect cars if I wait 500 milliseconds. The problem is I'll also then be detecting humans later. Like it won't record as fast. Right. You know, you, you so. It's a balance. Like, do we like where where like where do we want to be better? Do we want to have more more false alarms but catch more stuff, or less false alarms and catch less stuff? And so that's we decided to sort of go more on the higher false alarms but catch more stuff right now. And again, we'll just keep sort of working on that. But cars, yeah, cars are difficult because they're they're big heat sources. I always tell people, yeah. you know, if you're if a house that's two hundred or three hundred feet across the street from you burns down, it's going to look like a human at six feet. Yeah. It's the amount of heat. It's really heat that we're looking at. Okay. No, that's pretty cool. So you've got some stuff coming up that, I mean, you're continuing to work on it and make it better and push firmware up to it and, and so the, some of those kinds of things. So anybody buying it today that would be, it's fairly future-proofed from what you what, what you guys believe because you're continually upgrading it via firmware. And that's that's definitely, the, that's the greatest thing of the, you know, this type of product is we did build it with kind of all, the hardware was right. The software just keeps, you know, you just need to keep sort of tweaking the software. And so that's the fun kind of thing with it is that, you know, unlike some products where you get it and it is what it is, you know, a pair, a pair of sunglasses, you know, like they can't get updated, you know. Um, our product, I mean, for especially for the early customers, it's amazing all the stuff we've added to it and we keep adding to it. So it is fun, like, that you can do that. I mean, you can just, you know, I can, you know, your car thing, at some point, you'll all of a sudden be like, you know what, it's not picking him up anymore. And I'm like, yep, we fixed that. Yeah. And, and, and I noticed, you know, I don't know when you made the change, but on my, I have a Note 5 in yeah. my so, the software. The, the app got an update um, since the last time I really checked it. Um, and I will say, I mean, I think one thing why that's doing better now is I now carry Android and iPhone. I used to just carry hey. iPhone. Oh, and hey. Android users would yell at me and say, like, this is crap and that's crap. I'm like, oh, so now I have both, and then you know, they're like, this is crap. They're like, we got to fix this. So I think, yeah, now I think our apps are sort of up to par on both. Um, I also, you know, Jim and, and Jamie, I was I bought this for the front door. I have two more doors, but I didn't really need a doorbell on them. And I was thinking, I don't know if I want to get one of these for the, the other two doors. And I went to your site tonight doing some research and saw the stick-up cam. And I don't know how new that is, but I, I missed it the last time I was there. And so that's exactly what I want for the back of the house. The stick-up cam launched 45 days ago. We announced it. We started shipping it two weeks ago. Um, it's a fantastic camera. Battery-operated, two-way audio, mount it in five minutes. Um, you know, it's really, it's a fun, I mean, I'm enjoying mine. I put one on my son, like my son, we have a little basketball court in the back of the house. Yeah. So I put it back there. So as soon as I was playing basketball in the afternoon, I'll go on and I'll start talking to him through it. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a great, a really great device. I'm really proud of that one. It's, it's, it's really sort of fun and, and, and good. So you have two-way audio. Any thoughts of, uh, and this is going to be, I know it's going to be expensive and you probably hear this all the time, but two-way video. So I, I don't I don't think our customers want to a video, um, you know I, I we've actually I mean we've like everything like you hear every request so yes we've heard it but you know I don't someone's at your front door like I don't want them to see me to be honest with you like, it's not like it's actually not something I really want so I think that's something we actually just wouldn't want to build that's more of like a I mean it's really you start you're just basically becoming a tablet um, at that point and that's a, you know it's kind of a different thing for us I think yeah yeah no I think that's a, that's a fair answer. You know what else I didn't uh, see the last time I went, but I saw it tonight, is you partner up with some other people. You got Ring Plus, and then If This Then That is now available for it, too. 
Ooh, can yeah. you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so Ift is one of my favorite things. I think I think Ift is one of the best things out there in, in like the hacker community because it's how things should be in terms of a company like mine shouldn't be integrating with every company out there. It should be integrating to one place and everyone else should be going to that and, and the customer should be able to just do whatever the hell they want. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what Ift really builds and I love Ift for that. Um, we're also doing, we have done direct integrations to some of the locks. We'll basically have all the locks on there. Uh, soon we did a, a deal with ADT with Pulse. So we are doing some of those integrations to make sort of that, that, that better. Um, and our, you know, so far it's been pretty, pretty well received. So. Yeah, and and then any motorized, any thoughts to a motorized device where that you could maybe control that on a on a quick swivel? I'm I'm not super psyched about motorized. I think I'd rather have someone, and I'm not saying add more in terms of just because I'm selling them. Yeah, yeah. Because if you look at it, the cost of motorized is, you know, when you get outdoor motorized, like you know, it's it's to really build that correctly is uh, is very expensive, very big. And you're starting to get into really like almost like an enterprise camera uh, versus just mounting two in two different directions. It's probably cheaper than actually doing that. And and you now have two cameras versus one. Uh, the other problem with motorized is you don't see everything. Like so you're you, you're usually doing a, a less zoom. So we you know, we have a very wide angle lens on ours. So yeah, I think I mean I'd love to have it. Like so I'm not against it. I think it, but it's probably pretty low on the uh, on, yeah. on the stack of things we're building. No, I'm Jamie. I'm just asking you what I think my listeners will will want to know. Oh, no, I, I appreciate it. That's why I'm trying to get a little more on this one, a little more sort of. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. I appreciate the the depth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, we mentioned if this and that, but of course the Amazon Echo has really taken off. When we think about a product that was built and then they're going to build a bunch of features into it as they go, uh, sounds like you guys are doing a similar thing. Is there, and I didn't do any research on this, but do you have direct, or are you thinking about direct integration with the Echo, or is that all going to be done through if this and that? Um, I mean, we, we probably will integrate with the Echo. Right now it'll be basically like you can answer your door from it. So you can say like answer and now talk to someone through it. Uh, oh, that would be awesome. Cool. Yeah, I think it would be really awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, but I think it's kind of the – we haven't come up with – I really like when the integrations do the non-obvious things that are meaningful to you. To me, that's obvious. Like, that's using it for what it is, which is a speaker and a microphone. Um, I, I haven't come up yet with Echo, and I wish we could, and maybe we will, and, you know, maybe it's one of your listeners will come up with it. Something that's, like, the non-obvious. Like, what's the, what's, the, what's the use when you put the two together that makes something that's really sort of exceptional and really different and really, like – Changes the way both products act, um, and that's what I'm excited for. But Echo's, God, I'll tell you, I, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll say I'm shocked in terms of that thing has just crushed it. I mean, it's just an unbelievable product. They have literally, I mean, I don't think anyone saw that coming. Yeah. No, and I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they said that. The engineers actually wanted to put more in there, but it would they would never get it shipped, and so they left some of they left things out uh, yeah. that they knew they'd use later. And, you know, and I'm also surprised that they haven't come out with a version two um, quickly, which usually you know I, I I'm wearing the Microsoft Band, and this is the Band two, and this came out not even a year after the original Band came out. Microsoft it made the you know the Band one obsolete. I I think they're I bet you that they're doing a lot of stuff inside of it, they're not changing the guts on the outside. That's my guess. Okay. They're going to add more and more like chips and things and whatever to the inside and just not sort of talk about it. Yeah, yeah, um, no, for sure, for sure. That's an interesting way to do it, so. Um, so we know we can buy it online, so if we go to ring.com, it's available there. I assume you're out in the retail space at this point. Can I buy it at Home Depot and Lowe's, and how do I buy it internationally if I'm in Canada or the U.K. or Australia? 
So, so we're in over 10,000 stores in the U.S. now. Uh, I mean, literally, like, you know, you go Walmart, Target, Home Depot, Lowe's, Best Buy, Bed Bath & Beyond, Brookstone. I mean, pretty much any store that you would buy our type of product, we actually are in, uh, which, is, which is really amazing. I mean, it's, it's, it's like I can't, I actually can't believe it. Um, internationally, we mostly just ship, you know, drop ship. We have a international distribution facility. So everything else ships from our office in the U.S. So that's why, Mike, we were able to change that order because... The, the warehouse is actually right next to customer service, so it's it's a pretty short line to get that changed. Um, but the um, but for everything else, the, the it ships from uh, basically Hong Kong from a warehouse there, and we we ship to I think we ship to like almost a hundred countries. So good. So if I'm uh, I'm it's just going to get shipped from China, basically yeah. if I'm in Australia or Singapore. Or, yeah, because there's no reason to bring it basically to the right. U.S. and then send it back over. It's kind of more efficient. So no, there was a question in chat. Uh, other Jim asked in chat, can is this the stick cam, a stick up cam? We have to call that stick up cam. Yeah. Is that could I that in my garage it, to watch what's inside that you know to watch what's inside my garage? I assume that would work. Same, same night vision kind Absolutely, of deal. Absolutely, yeah. And people, we, we really pitch for the outdoor with it because, again, as a mission for the company, it's the ring of security around your home, and that's what we're kind of going for. So it's really, we're also kind of trying to tell you how to use our products, but the reality is, I mean, it's a camera's a camera. Um, I was away for eight days, like, last week. We, we, might, we went on a vacation, and I put stick-up cameras all over my house. Uh, inside, I put ring doorbells. Like, I just put trips up <laughs> everywhere. And it was funny because I kind of forgot about it. I mean, I kind of did it because it was like, you know, just cause what the hell. Because you could. <laughs> and our neighbor would come in and do the mail, and literally my phone would light up because it was like, there's motion at your front door, there's motion in your hallway, there's motion in your this, like, just shit's just going, you know, things are just going off. Boom, 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 boom. And it was, but it was amazing. It was, like, really cool, like, following someone through. Um, and I wouldn't, I don't like cameras inside my house. I don't actually like that. Um, what was fun is being able to put cameras inside my house when I was away and then put them back in the drawer afterwards. I actually really like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good use case um, for it for sure. Can you see the pictures? So when people, you know, people are uploading their stuff to the cloud, do you guys have access to that? Is it encrypted in some way? Is there some kind of privacy settings? How does that work? So we, we definitely don't have access to it. Um, I'll tell you that the Apple stuff that's happening right now is, is, is fascinating and it's going to change. Whatever happens with that is going to change our lives in, in some way or another. Like that's, that's probably one of the most important things that will happen this year, maybe in the last five years for our security and, and not even weighing it on one side or the other, but that's going to be the case. Like this will be the case. Um, you know, our goal is to have it where it's encrypted in the same way that Apple does, where basically the only the user can unlock it. Um, we have very strong encryption on everything, you know, and we're very careful. I mean, it is, you know, users' data. Um, but I think that the most important thing is going to be interesting is is what are we going to be allowed to do as a company because this Apple case is going to dictate what companies are going to be able to do um, because right now everyone was going to the idea that the customer is the only person that can have that key and the government's now saying that's not correct and that that's going to be interesting. And, and again, I'm not... I'm not for or against it in terms of I mean there's there's a you know there's arguments on both sides I mean but but it's going to be it's going to change things. Mark Robinson asks in chat, what about image recognition to see if the garage door is closed? We, we were just talking about that. Sure. Can it do any kind of recognition? In other words, a, a target door that would if that door is left open, it would give some kind of alert. I, again, I know we're we're just know, geeking. I, with I know, but I, this is like this is so these, your, your people are my people. I mean, like again, like you know. <laughs> I'm a guy in a garage building stuff, so like this is this is this is my people. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're doing a lot of image recognition stuff. Um, 
probably in about six months, you could probably do like a recipe on the image recognition that wouldn't say it's a garage door, is it open or closed, but that you could actually do it where it says, you know, like that thing is not is there or not there. Um, and so that's the goal is more to kind of almost like an if this then that make like you know recipe kind of thing um, in that way. Yeah. No, I agree. Other Jim says, I think bird watchers would love the night vision to catch those other visitors that might be in their bird feeder. We had a we had a spider, oh, a spider set off motion detection on someone's camera. It went oh. right over the the, the the heat sensor, so obviously it just it looked like you know it's just right there, and then it crawled right across the lens. It was the creepiest thing. Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not for arachnophobes. Renny uh, asks in chat, have there been any instances of networks being hacked? And what security are you guys using to make sure that doesn't happen? Hack my front door. So we haven't had any, I mean, we have not had any hacking. We do employ uh, a bunch of consultants on the sort of the, the, the hacking side that, you know, are looking for stuff. We do find, obviously, just like every company, we do find holes. We patch them quickly. Um, so far, you know, we haven't had any sort of security things happen. Um, and it is, you know, it's something, I think it's a concern for every company should be, and it's something that you should always be continually looking for, paying, you know, um, the, uh, the, you pay bounties for people to find these things. Um, they're going to happen in every network and everything, and I think what you have to do as a company is just be ahead of it, and that's, that's what we try to do. And I assume you're 100% IP-based for each device. It's, it's coming across a Wi-Fi network. Yeah. Yeah. I, I noticed that uh, y'all did the Sunday Bowl, the Sunday the Super Bowl uh, post where you yeah. show the activity spike right before the game starts. It goes down as the game uh, is started and then spikes up again. Is, you know how's that? Ha how your servers handle that? Have you had to? So, so Super Bowl is nothing compared to Halloween. Oh, okay. Oh, yep. Halloween literally was like all of a sudden. I remember, like I I wake up on Halloween. And I'm like, my son says something about going out and let's go, like, like he says something like, let's go, like, rings and whatever, or something like that, not even thinking, he's seven years old. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my God. And I call my CTL, and I'm like, we're going to get crushed today. <laughs> um, and we just had never, you know, we, we in the past years, we've always had some units out there, but not enough to ever be big enough to, like, move the needle in a way that would matter. And Halloween, and we just went, you know, we just added every cloud server we could. And it, we held through it, but I mean, Halloween was like 40x, you know, a normal day. I mean, it just yeah. was crazy. Do, uh, do you guys release any stats on how much space you're taking up on a daily basis as far as pictures coming in? Is that something you can share, or you know? kind of quiet about doing it? More from a competitive side, like we don't do it. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's you know, it's it's like terabytes and terabytes and yeah. you know, millions of hours of recording. And I mean, it's 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 pretty. The scale is pretty crazy now. I mean, it's it's millions of interactions a day now. Yeah, sounds like it. We, we but Jamie, we've kept you over, Mike. I want to make sure that anything that because you were the user, any other questions that you have um, for yeah. Jamie? Hey, so uh, not so much a question. Just I said I had something funny, and it's not that funny. It, there's not a whole lot of exciting things happening in my front door, but uh, my son had some of his friends come over one day, and these are college, you know, like freshman, sophomore, college kids. So they come up to the door, and uh, I'm watching the video live, and, and I'm not saying anything to them because I want to just watch them. And one of the kids does this thing. He picks up his arm and smells, smells under his oh, arm. That's just, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure he has any deodorant. So then after he came in, I said, um, so do you remember the deodorant? He had no idea why, how I knew that. 
Oh, that's amazing. That's uh, that's like the like it's like the creepy part of a camera, the good part, the monitoring part, it kind of all in one. You know, it's yeah. like it's, it's all together. Jamie, anything else? You've been very gracious tonight. Thank you for your time on doing this. Anything else you want to highlight or anything we missed when we think about? Or you, It was great to hear that you got some new features coming up right away, and so I think some folks who may be even holding off might uh, jump out and buy one. But anything else that we missed? No, I think, I mean, the, the big thing for us always is, you know, for people to understand that we're actually out to, to reduce crime in communities, that that's something that we do. That's really who we stand for as a company. I think that's the message that's hard to get out in a commercial or in a, you know, a marketing thing or an ad. Um, but that's what's really important to us, and I think that that separates us out of the pack, and that's what also helps us to you know attract talent and customers and everything else. So that's my that's my thing, I guess. Awesome, Mark. One more question before you go: In the ultra cold weather environment, have you had any problems? Or have you gotten some good feedback when we think of way up in the frozen north? Maybe they don't sell that well up there in in the north. But any any extreme cold problems uh, with those devices? Nope, not. Okay. Not for us. No, we're. Uh, they're. I mean, they run. They just. They just do their thing. Well, good. Well, Jamie, thank you for taking uh, some time to be on here. Mike and I will. Uh, will wrap things up for you. We know that uh, you're out in Southern California. It's time for you to go home and have some dinner. So. Time for dinner. Thank you. Uh, thanks for being on. If you. Uh, if we ask you to come back at some point, uh, maybe in the fall or next winter, would you be willing to come yes, back? Of course, especially if you get some questions from the thing. I'd, they, we could always do a sort of a wrap up of the questions. I mean, I think uh, especially with a technical group, it's kind of fun to. Yeah. That stuff. So. Hey, uh, these guys are scary. Let me tell you. They are smoking them up with some crazy. I'm not scared. I'm not scared. <laughs> we have a little bit of a hacker community here, so uh, so awesome. Jamie, thanks for taking the time Thank to come you. on. I appreciate it. You bet. Have a awesome. good night. It's awesome talking to you. Oh, I want to say something. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, I gave you a shot. Add I want to say a closing. Oh, sorry. That's my show. <laughs> I know it is. I'm sitting here whether I'm, I'm going to buy one or two of those stick-up cams. Yeah, those are pretty cool. Same price, right? One ninety-nine. It is, and that's exactly. I wanted something for the back of the house, but I didn't really need a doorbell, so I wasn't sure I wanted to stick yeah. this. And this has a different mounting thing. This, yeah, you know, I didn't show you the mounting, but right. it basically has a plate you stick on the the wall of your house, and then you kind of slide this down into it, and then there's screws at the bottom. There's like security screws. And you mount it there. So that that's not really what I wanted for the back of the house. Um, the stick-up cam is what I wanted. And I tell you, I, I mentioned that the most requested thing, and they'll say it themselves, that the most requested thing people ask for is live video. Can I – I want to be able to watch live video when I want to watch live video. Because right now you can only do it if it protects motion or somebody rings the bell. You do if you like in my case where you run off a battery – you didn't have to worry about it. if I watch too much live video, I'm going to drain the battery pretty fast. Yeah, and I'm you might sure. want to wire it if you're going to think about doing that. Yes. That's maybe time to wire it. And I'm sure all the motion stuff I'm doing with it here tonight, I've used up more battery than normal too. How does that recharge? You just put it in a. It has you, a. It has a. What's a micro USB? I don't know if you can see it with the. So you just black. physically take it off the door, plug it in, and recharge it. Yes, and then you have to do a. You have to do a little bit of a sync thing again to get it back up there. Okay. Well, interesting. No, that was a great interview. That's always fun to. I'm glad uh, tonight I raced. Uh, I was literally about uh, 25 minutes till, uh, you know, across the street and down at the uh, the CenturyLink Center here in Omaha, doing some stuff. They're in the after party, so I'm going to actually uh, when we're done here, I'm not going to stay around too long tonight. But uh, 
head over to the after party and uh, catch them for a few minutes and, uh, and and maybe quench my thirst, if you know what I mean. So I am watching the the one of the videos that took a minute ago, and it is a, a fisheye type of lens. So it's not, you know, it's a wide, really wide angle. So it is getting every all of my monitor. It is a really cool look. So I might share this one on your yeah, site. Yeah, that's good. Well, send it over and we'll put it in the post. Okay. Uh, for, for the podcast. So get a couple funny ones and we'll send those um, over. Rennie says in chat, I like the way that guy thinks. I, he's He is our community, I think. When we think yeah. about, a, you know, typically when we do these kinds of interviews, we get the marketing guy, right? That's, we get this, we get the PR, we get the marketing, we hear the spiel. This is the guy, uh, blood, sweat, tears, no sleep, ulcers, worried, you know, uh, really fun to hear that kind of story uh, tonight. Those are my favorite you know, when we get those we get those kinds of um, those kinds of stories. Yeah, mine too. I want to go watch that Shark Tank episode now. Yeah, I'm, I bet it's on YouTube. Yeah, I bet if you just YouTube Shark Tank and and um, Ring.com. You got to imagine that when you were running short on cash and you're you're trying to make payroll and do all that kind of stuff, worried about this uh, actually uh, going beyond your company and actually affecting your personal finances, and then you go on Shark Tank and you they they dangle the money in front of you, the pressure to take it is immense. Mm -hmm. And then to to have the, the the smarts to say no, that's not a good deal. Yeah, he almost did it the best way possible, which is take advantage of the the free publicity, so yeah. to speak, that comes with with uh, Shark Tank. And then it did take off. I mean, that's a risk. That's a huge risk because you're you're betting on the consumer, and that's a that's impossible yeah. to predict. You just have no idea. That is, yeah. No, very cool. Well, good enough, Mike. Thanks for taking the evening to come over. We're going to shorten this up a little bit. On uh, I know you guys are used to an hour and ten minute show or twenty minute show, but uh, we're going to we're going to shorten it up a little bit. What's uh, real quick before we go, Mike? What's going on on over at JPEG to Raw? Well, next week we're talking. I love when we talk about something we've never talked about before. In 165 shows, we've never talked about free open source software to edit photos. So next week we're talking about free and open source software to edit photos, which is, should be a good show. Oh, cool. Last uh, week before last, whatever it was, uh, last week I think it was, we talked about Antarctica, which was a fantastic uh, episode. If you haven't seen that, I am now hooked on watching Antarctica videos. And that is the number one item on my bucket list now to go to Antarctica. Yeah, well, it's cold. <laughs> you sure you, you live well, you in Atlanta, in dude? You do. You it's still in cold winter. in the summer. <laughs> it's 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 probably colder in the summer than it is a winter in Atlanta. I'm just saying. That may be, but you put on a jacket, <laughs> and, and then you can go. Then My you nephew can go, is going um, You can go with that polar plunge, and then they even if you got the right trip, you can camp overnight. On Antarctica. Yeah. Now, how many people do you know that camped overnight on Antarctica? I, I just saw a special that like we're overrunning Antarctica and it's getting like we're ruining it. So don't go there. It's uh it's one of those kinds of things. My nephew's going to do some research, which is really cool. Freaking so he's awesome. Gonna, he's gonna be down there uh, doing some research. If you're a friend of Mike Weger, uh, Mike just posted on Facebook a few minutes ago uh, his uh, surgery pictures. So if you want to see what uh, what happened to Mike Weger? Hannah's there. He came out of surgery yesterday, and uh, we'll probably have Mike back next week. I don't know how much this this Mike Weger guy is so resilient. Like I don't, he just nothing phases him. Law school, no problem. Break your leg in the middle of law school, nah, it'll be fine. I'll get through it. This is his last semester, you know, uh, in it, and so he's got Dang. some pictures uh, coming out of the hospital that he shared. So. Mike, uh, if you get a chance to listen, we're uh, we're rooting for you. I know, man, it's got one, two, one big long. His ankle is messed up bad. He just 
he basically just destroyed his ankle in the process. And you're going to feel uh, that when you get older, buddy. Oh man. Tony says he's young and he can handle it. And that is, uh, that is sure true. Um, that was his right leg. And, uh, I think he will probably be back next week from the studio. Hopefully I, I had that same, I had a very similar kind of surgery when I was about 13 years ago. I, slid on some ice and my foot spun all the way around and then I fell on it and it oh, did a spiral gosh. fracture up the bone. And uh, so I've got a plate and six screws in that leg to hold it together. I see, I feel a little bit uh, during the winter. I'll feel a little bit, or if it gets cold, if it sits up against something cold, that plate will get mm -hmm. cold. Man, you get cold to the bone and that is not good. But that being said, uh, Mike, he's smiling and he looks like he's in spirits. So Mike, we're thinking about you. If you're listening, we were thinking about you. I know Hannah's going to take good care of you. Mm -hmm. So uh, you're all set, and uh, we'll hopefully get you back in the next week or two. And, uh, and, you know, again, he's young, and he will heal pretty quick. But don't, if you're older, don't jump on trampolines. It's not a great idea when you're older. But, uh, yeah, well, actually, this might be a good time for him and Hannah to record a suit and scrubs. So you know, exactly. we'll get a broken foot edition out of it. And if he's still on meds, it may even to make it more funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I, when I broke my leg, I went back to work. I was on pain meds for a long time. And uh, I went back to work. I couldn't stand being home. So about four weeks in, my doctor wanted me to stay home all nine uh, weeks of my recovery. I couldn't do it. I went to after four weeks. And the first day I was back, uh, the afternoon of the first week, I started getting emails from people saying, did you really mean to say this <laughs> in this email? <laughs> and I started looking at it. I'm like, God, did I really type that? And yes, I had. And so it's, uh, it's one of those things. Mike, take your time. If you've made it this far, uh, take your time. But uh, we will figure that out. We're live out here every Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, out at theaverageguy.tv slash live. We've got some fun stuff uh, coming up for you. We've been confirming a few things over the last couple weeks, just as far as uh, now that we got to ring.com and we got that interview, and which was uh, one of my favorite interviews in a while. I'm not going to lie, Mike. That was, that was pretty fun. That went way yeah. too fast. Way too fast. Chris Barnes is coming back next week, and uh, he'll be with us to chat. And uh, of course, Chris is uh, on the End User Podcast, and it was always fun to chat uh, when we talk about uh, what's going on with gadgets. He's another gadget guy. I just met him out in Washington D.C. a couple weeks ago. Good to see him in person. Uh, but he'll be on as well. We got some great uh, kind of local guests coming in, so we're excited about that over the next couple weeks. So don't go anywhere. We will be here next Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, out at theaverageguy.tv/live. A couple of reminders before we go, uh, though. Don't forget that if you um, if you want to contact the show, send me an email. A lot of you have been lately, and I really appreciate it. It's fun to chat with you guys. I'm getting some great feedback. I do welcome that. I don't always have time to get back to it right away, but I always appreciate that. Jim at TheAverageGuy.tv. Uh, of course, a reminder that TheAverageGuy.tv platform, both web and media hosting, powered by Maple Grove Partners, uh, secure, reliable, high-speed hosting, especially around podcasting. If you're thinking of podcasting or you want to start a blog, uh, that is a great platform to do it on plan. Start as low as 10 bucks, And for more information, you can visit Maple grovepartners.com. We'll thank Roger over out over at WLMN Radio for broadcasting us live at 9 a.m. Eastern out, on, out uh, in Grafton, West Virginia. So if you're listening from Grafton, we want to say howdy, I think, to you and uh, let us know you're listening. Again, send me an email, Jim at the average guy. I really love to hear from somebody in Grafton. That's, that is the, just to prove it's actually happening. I, I, and it does, but it's terrestrial radio, so you never know. So I'd love to know if you're listening from Grafton, uh, West Virginia. Don't forget, you can listen to Home Gadget Geeks on the Android and iPhone app. It's available at home. 
gadgetgeeks.com. I want to thank uh, LastPass for doing that. And uh, it was great to have Amber from LastPass on last week. And uh, we appreciate all the support that they give to the show. All right. Well, with that, we'll say for and for Mike and for me and for Jamie from Ring.com. Again, Jamie, thanks for doing that. We'll say goodnight, everybody. Good night.